Zero, zero, start. This is Zero Zero Start. A podcast where we volley back and forth to present some of the top personalities and players in pickleball. And I'm your host, Ben Croft, over at Just Paddles, where you'll find a wide range of pickleball paddles to fit your game. Shay Underwood, an up-and-coming player with a unique background, joins us today to talk about everything from his goals as a player and pickleball entrepreneur, and of course, to talk about his legendary trick shot videos. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining us, man. I know you're a busy guy, but we're, we're, I'm excited to have you on because I won't spill the beans on your background, your sports background, but I'm excited to see how, you know, just kind of how that background played out and how it led into pickleball. But before... Before we get into everything, tell us about your sports background and where you came from. Yeah, 100%. So I grew up in a small town in Northeast Georgia called Young Harris, and I grew up playing soccer, eventually turned into playing football my eighth grade year on a middle school team. I fell in love with football, played it for my entire high school career, and I ended up being pretty good at kicking uh, and punting. Our team wasn't the best at football, so I had a lot of opportunities to punt. And eventually got good at that. Turned into a couple of different offers to go play D1 at a, uh, you know, a nice college program. And took the opportunity to play at Georgia Tech. So I played D1 football at Georgia Tech for three years there. Wonderful time. And then eventually all that came to pass. And I fell in pickleball. And here we are. So, that, so that's totally interesting. And I wanted you to say it, even though we knew that that was your background. Uh, we actually have a punter at just paddles too, which I should have made. I shouldn't even be here. I should have let him do that. And that would have been kind of fun for you guys to go back and forth. But um, so, so tell us about that. So punting and kicking for, you know, a high level football program. Do you think that that benefited your pickleball game? How was that transition? Is there any crossover there? Yeah, I think there is. It's really interesting because, you know, as a punter, as a kicker, it's it's kind of a lonely position, right? So you're spending a lot of hours by yourself trying to hone your craft and be the best you can possibly be at this one skill. And I think that's very similar to pickleball. Um, at least where I'm from right now, there's not a lot of people that want to drill. So I spend a lot of time in the courts by myself. And, you know, it gets kind of lonely out there, but you're out there playing, trying to hone the craft. And there's definitely a translation there. But on the flip side of that, there's the whole team aspect from football. So you had a very regimented um, and consistent schedule of working out and practicing. And now that I'm doing this thing by myself, pickleball, it's all on me to come up with my you know, athletic routine, my training routine. How often do I practice? How often do I play? And then on top of that, you have this whole content side. So there's a lot of balancing. It's, it's uh, just a giant balancing act. But definitely football has helped me figure out you know, what to prioritize and where to spend my time. So I, I love that's cool. And I actually didn't think about that. So I was I'm, I'm super pumped that you you answered that way. And pickleball is, is kind of a lonely game, too, when you're playing, at least when you're playing singles. Yeah, right. You don't have anybody to rely on. And, and there's a lot of uh, sports like that. But I think uh, punting and kicking more than anything. And I don't I don't mean this in a negative way at all. I think we've seen recently with the Dallas Cowboys kicker. Yeah, that, but that like mental toughness to be a kicker, knowing that like all the things that happened, that whole game played out. And, and then now if 
59 minutes and 59 seconds of football goes onto your foot, right? You're either the hero or the villain. But the pressure of that has to be a huge crossover into any, regardless uh, life, you know, football life, pickleball, whatever it is, has to be a huge advantage because you've been in the, the loneliest of stages having that ball on your foot when the game's on the line. Yeah, I agree. And I don't want to play it up like, you know, being a kicker is some crazy thing. Like there's people out there that are running 100 miles at a time in a race. Like it's way more impressive than anything I've ever done. Uh, but 100%, I mean, you win a nice point in pickleball, you go back to the line to serve and you have to just decompress and realize that you're now here in this moment. Forget about what has happened prior. And there's a lot of parallels there. You know, it happens to me all the time. I'll, I'll get hit with a ball or I'll miss a shot or miss an easy overhead. And you just have to be able to go back mentally reset and it's very similar to kicking a field goal missing and then trying to make the next one yeah that's cool that's such a cool perspective and very very few of us i know two kickers and before this last year i knew zero so that's a cool perspective um of of that and i get it that is i mean i don't get that part of it but i could see how you're just tough as nails mentally being on that stage of it's all on you and and like you said you miss a kick well, you don't have the opportunity to, to pout, right? Yeah. In five minutes, you might be kicking the game-winning field goal. So you got to turn it off and turn it right back on and be ready to go. I love that. Yeah, you that's really cool. The Cowboys kicker, I thought it was interesting. Uh, I'm pretty confident he's also the kickoff specialist. So every single time he missed an extra point, he has to turn right back around and kick off, which is not an easy thing to do. And it's pretty impressive just seeing the mental toughness, even in those situations, to still kick the ball at the back of the end zone. You know, it's something to uh, not take for granted. No, and you and you're right. He is. He does do that too. And he did have to go right back out there and do that. And yeah. gosh darn, every time he lined a kick up, man, me and my wife were sitting there. And we were like, please make, like, please make this. Yeah. We were we were rooting for him so hard to do it. But that I, I'm digressing a little bit. Uh, back to back to you and your stuff. We see you on TikTok, on Instagram, YouTube, but we also see you at tournaments. So do you think you were going to see Shea Underwood at a lot more tournaments in this next season? Yeah, most likely. So I'm in the training arc right now. There's another six-month period here where I'm just not playing any tournaments. I did it initially to get up to 5-0, took time off from tournaments, just trained, got there, won some medals, had some fun, but it's not where I wanted to be at. So now we're doing that same thing again. Uh, it's six-month process here, just training in the trenches, trying to get better, and then come back and playing in tournaments. But actually, I am traveling tomorrow to go to phoenix with some of the other boys that make content and i'm going to mlp going to some tournaments there just to film videos hang out you know be a part of the community even though i'm not performing and trying to you know play and win a tournament that's awesome yeah, that, that'll be a lot of fun have you been to an mlp event before i have not been to an mlp event surprisingly yeah i've not that, been and that that's gonna be so i have not either and that i feel like if if we got you know, the open window or open door to go to one event and I could only pick one. I think I would pick an MLP event right now. Yeah, I agree, man. The atmosphere just looks electric. I'm excited to be there. Yeah, that's going to be cool. We'll, we'll definitely look for you and we'll obviously see any, any updates you post online. <clears throat> so that, that said, so we'll, we'll see at more tournaments. It's kind of cool. So you're doing a six months training process. Tell us a little bit about that. So what's the what's the idea behind taking that much time off to just train? Yeah, it's, it's still like in development. Um, and I'm trying to figure it out. It's, it's a process and it's just really based in the idea of continual growth every day. 
and just trying to get better at something every day, no matter how marginally small that thing is. Um, so for me right now, it looks like, you know, a lot of early morning waking up, endurance training, just trying to get the miles in, trying to get, you know, my heart and lungs where they need to be, my legs where they need to be. And then a lot of times on the course, just training with a machine. A lot of that time training is with trick shots, which I'm excited to talk to you about here in a little bit. Uh, but it's just a lot of a lot of time and a lot of time training. And then there's a whole other side of it that people don't see, which is studying the game. And we're kind of at a point right now where we're pretty blessed with the pros. There's some really dang good pros out there that really get it and they understand this game. And it's it's uh, it's really valuable to sit down and watch their games and try to learn from them. So that's what I'm doing a lot right now. And that's one of the best parts about pickleball and how the explosion of it is the con- the match play content is just come. It flies. You don't. You don't even. Even if you don't want to see it, you're going to see yeah. it. Right. It's coming in from every angle. So there's you are you have thousands of hours, almost seemingly weekend every weekend to to study the game. And I think that is a huge part too. Is like we, how do we get better? Well, there's several components. Like you had mentioned, you have to train. You have to, you know, you have to train cardio, you have to do sh- you train your shots, you have to play matches, but you learning the game from watching better players is such a huge part of it. Yeah, 100%. It's, I'm kind of at this crossroads right now where I'm living in a town where it's really easy to get complacent with being the best year round and not put the time in. Um, and there's this whole other side of me that wants to move to Florida or move to Texas or California where there's players that are much better than me and just study and learn from them. So I'm trying to figure out what to do right now maybe you have some answers but then you wouldn't be in your brother's room shooting this video you, where, where would you be it's very comfortable and i i kind of want to get out of the comfort zone but at the same time it's hard to put all that stuff behind you especially when you're surrounded by people that love you and support you uh, yeah and i tell you what about that we can get heartfelt here for a second but that that is uh, priceless and you'll never regret that time spent with family whether whatever member of family it is i don't think you'll ever regret it and you know this as, as well as anybody, the, the training, you can, you can train to, to better yourselves, whatever, whatever situation you're in, especially in today's world of so much connection to everybody is if you have to talk to pros or your buddies, it's, it's just like that. But uh, I didn't want to say this before, but there's somebody that would train with you, Shay, in Georgia. Oh, really? You know, it's, a, it's really a shame that we haven't been on the court together yet. It's really a shame. <laughs> I tell you what, you were the club wars. I don't know how you you snuck into that other division where you probably just dominated everybody that was one time. I don't remember which <laughs> club wars it was, but you weren't playing on Sunday. You're playing on Saturday, and I don't know how that happened. Uh, yeah, the last time I played club wars, we played D one. I had even better. I had uh, Zane and Altoff on my team, so that went pretty well. I. I saw that. I wasn't talking about that one, but yeah, the one before when I was D two. <laughs> that was criminal, yeah. man. You probably just stormed through that thing like like nothing. But so for those of you, for those of us who don't know, maybe I don't know if this happens in other states, but uh, <clears throat> around this Georgia North Georgia area, they do a thing called club wars, where different clubs and their players play against you know the different clubs in one c- central location. So it's basically a tournament. It's kind of like Major League Pickleball, if you will, yeah. but minus the, minus a lot of the talent because you know, obviously Zane and, and those crew is obviously really good, but there's those are few and far between. But it, that to, that is really cool. And how Zane? I didn't know Zane was from Park in Georgia. Shay, how did that happen? Yeah, he's, he's 
<laughs> he stormed through all of us. Well, I'll tell you what happened, man. We were playing with Pickle and Social, yeah. and uh, Zane and Altoff are Pickle and Social ambassadors, so they decided to fly down and join the club for a couple of days. Yeah, they, they were just they were that honorary member signed on the. I get it. Yeah, hey, they're part it. of the club, man. They got in. They ordered the right thing at the restaurant. They got the club sandwich. They're part of the team. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the fun? You know what the coolest part about that is? Obviously, they like just mopped up everybody in, in the on the line one doubles, but. Our team was talking about it, and I was expecting them to be like, oh, I can't believe. Nope. They were like, that was so much fun. We scored two points. We lost 15 to two, but we scored two points off, you know, Zane and Altov. And I was like, well, that's cool. And everybody was like crowded around their court, and they were just pumped that they were there. So I I thought that was kind of a cool perspective. Yeah, it was. It was a spectacle. Fun to watch. It was. And I'm glad I didn't have to play them because... Yeah. I would be cheering for my two points. That's a that's a grim I, day. Maybe, I don't know, man. I, I've heard you're pretty legit yourself. You've got quite the background too. Well, this is about you. Back to seeing you on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, every social channel and kind of every different way. You're you're known for a lot of things. Up and coming player, you know, funny video content, awesome pickleball content just in general, but your trick shots have become legendary and there's there's swirling rumors about them being fake or are they real? Cause sometimes there's a guy behind the camera dropping it in a big giant pickle jar and we thought it was real, but tell us, tell us about this, this trick shots and how this came about and just kind of all anything you have about them. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't even really know how it all happened, but since I was a child, I mean, even right now, dude, I just, I carry a ball around with me everywhere I go. And I just see like little targets around. I want to make games out of it. And uh, I just figured one day I should start filming it. Started filming it and I got, got pretty deep with it. But it's interesting because it's another time where you might spend five or six, sometimes days trying to hit this one individual shot. And the amount of focus that that takes to stay on task is very beneficial when it comes to playing the game of pickleball. And you have to stay in a dinking point. There's a lot of parallels there, too. Even if people say, oh, like you're hitting a ball from a stationary position. Yeah, maybe I'm getting touches on the paddle. And also I'm developing the mental game, which is, as you know, very important in sports. So you go back to that. Sometimes it takes days and the mental toughness. The mental toughness for the person hitting the ball doesn't hold a candle to the poor soul that has to videotape videotape these shots oh man no, hey no one's usually videoing usually usually it's just me i got a tripod and a camera that's, that's good yeah so I, I so i did two two volumes of a racquetball trick shot video if you haven't seen them check them out if you have a free few minutes to waste and uh, our camera man would have to you know sometimes would have to track the ball yeah like you, like you said it's a, sometimes that's three four five hundred times that you have to do that but my my suggestion we can edit this out when we put it on spotify but my suggestion is when people ask you answer one way how many times does it take per pickleball first shot try. like her, her first try you can't prove otherwise <laughs> how many times did you see it on camera you saw it once it was the first try yeah you know what's funny about that though i think that having to take three thousand shots to make you know one is is a lot more valuable to people because it tells a story it just adds more elements to the story. It's good for the plot. And uh, if you can get people engaged in the story, they'll watch your videos longer, gives you more watch time, more views. 
And for me, that's my job. It's what I do. So, you know, I, I don't mind spending the hours out there because I know it's going to equate to more people watching my stuff. And it's also a non fit. Mine is a fiction story. Yours is a nonfiction story. So I'm sure people <laughs> like yours a lot more. Yeah, I take some I take some flexibility, some freedoms there. There's some creative storytelling occasionally, but it's all for the plot. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, tell me what happens behind the scenes then. So you're doing a trick shot video. Sometimes it takes days. Sometimes you pull in other people to do it with you? Do you have any strategy behind that? Or do you just have kind of a crew that that wants to be involved in your stuff? Yeah, just whoever's around. I really like it because I can invite friends who I haven't talked to in a while and we just have time together to catch up and both try to work together to figure out this one task. And it's really interesting because several times you will figure out things in the process, as I'm sure you figured out in your racquetball trick shot video. But if you hit a shot and then you realize halfway through, man, I should be like using a smaller motion or hitting it from this angle. And then you just keep learning and learning and learning. And it's really easy to see your progression because you keep getting closer and closer to the target. And that's really satisfying. But I always try to get people around if they're around. Unfortunately, people just don't like to sit there for seven hours and hit a ball in a bucket. So uh, the dirty work's left to me occasionally. But hey, man, got to deal with it. That's the cards I was dealt. And uh, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, that's uh... And also that that tells a part of your story too, is if someone, I'm not saying gives up, but if they, if they're like, Hey, I got a rock and you stay there, you're like, well, I'm going to see this thing through, man. I'm going to get it done. I want to, this, this, the gratification when you finally knock one of those things down is so high. It's like you it, won the lottery. Yeah. I used to say that I really, and I thought I believed that at one point and I probably did, but what I've realized more recently is that I just become so numb to it. After you hit 10,000 shots, like whenever the 10,000, the first one goes in, it's just like, thank God I'm done. It's not even like a joyous revelation that happens. So I'm trying to work on my reactions more because reactions get more views. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to forget like it's a, a surprise that it went in. It's like, I know you missed 478 in a row, but now you don't be surprised <laughs> that the 479th went in there. No, I'm gonna. You're gonna start seeing cuts in my videos. I'll be wearing different clothes, and just there'll be the next day different lighting. Me just freaking out that it went in. Yeah, it is because I'm like trained to film it in the moment. Full beard. <laughs> yeah, full beard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so what are your goals then? So, yeah, I know you have. Let's let's talk about the the goals twofold. Are you? What are your goals inside of the game? Do you want to become a pro, top of the you know number one in the world? And then what are your goals outside of the game as far as being an entrepreneur and pickle? Yeah, I mean, dude, that's a that's a loaded question. We can sit here and talk about it all day. I I don't love sharing goals just because it's like, you know, they're so arbitrary once they're out there. I'm more I'm more prefer to just work towards it every single day. But you know, my my main goal for pickleball as a player is just to maximize my full potential. I don't know what that is. And when I get there, I guess we'll find out. And who knows, man, like me at my prime, my very, very best, I could be the best in the world and be so far ahead of everybody else. I don't know. Or I could be in arm's reach from the people that are at the top. I don't know what that looks like. So for me to say I want to be number one in the world, it's kind of arbitrary to me because I don't know what I'm capable of. And uh, it could be a long shot or that could be selling myself very short. I don't know. So for pickleball as a player, just maximize the potential, put the hours in every day. We'll see what happens. Um, as a creator, man, I just want to make the biggest impact possible. So I had this conversation with a friend recently, a um, good friend of mine from college. And it was like, growing up, you kind of want money. That's kind of what most people want. And even a lot of people still today, you just want, how much money can I make? You know, how, how, how many different ways can I make it? Um, and I was fortunate enough at a fairly early age to figure out ways to do that. 
And then it became, all right, money's fine, but I just want more time, man. Because my nine to five job is taking up eight hours of my day and two hour commute. I just want more time. And uh, so I quit the nine to five. I have the time. I have enough money. You know, it's not a whole lot, but it's enough to get me through. So now the only thing I want is just impact. I just want to change people. I want to help people find the best part of themselves. I don't know what that looks like, but for now, I'm just entertaining people, you know, trying to be a positive light and give back to people. Um, I've got like some bigger life goals that might be more interesting. One thing I have to do is an Ironman and I got to give away a house. I just want to give away a house to somebody, like a full size house that has to happen. I don't know why. It just got a desire to do that. So that's, you know, a bigger goal kind of pushing me. Um, and then entrepreneurial goals, I, uh, all kinds of stuff, man. But one, my, my big, big vision, if I could have anything I wanted, all I want, which is actually a lot, but I just want to have rental properties across the U.S., places I can go to and visit and stay at, and a plane that I can fly and go there wherever I want, play pickleball wherever I want. And uh, that's what I'm working towards. So we got some properties, working on the license, playing pickleball, things are falling into place. And I'm just trying to get closer and closer to that every day. That's pretty cool. So I don't know if you would follow the tour around but, or what it, what it might look like, but uh, if you had a, a plane, you would immediately have a lot of pickleball friends if you don't already. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. The first time that I flew, um, I had been, I made a goal that year to fly a plane and I rocked to the pickleball courts one day and uh, we were playing and we play next to these court. These courts are next to a lake and this dude flew his plane over our heads and landed his plane on the lake. You know, he, he somehow turned his plane into a jet ski, rocked up to the courts, dropped down an anchor, swam across, and uh, we started playing pickleball. And I made it a point to get on the court with that guy, kept picking his brain, picking his brain. And eventually he just asked me, hey, man, you want to go flying? And yeah, so I, I woke up that morning, went to go play pickleball, ended up flying a plane that day, super fun. And that just sparked something in me. And I've wanted to do it ever since. That's a pretty normal day though, right? Like that's like a, <laughs> I, I usually get up and, and go play and then just start flying planes. <laughs> that was a special day. It was a special day. That was the day that I was in, I was in yes mode all day, you know, just, Hey, uh, you want to play pickleball? Yes. You want to uh, fly a plane? Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. Just, yeah, just say yes they, to everything. They made a movie out of that. Oh yeah, they did. That's right. Was that with, uh, I'm you thinking Ricky Gervais. Uh, Jim Carrey, yes man, right? He had to say yes to everything, and it changed. It totally changed his life around. He was like a grouchy, like kind of just stuck in a rut yeah. guy, and the yes turned it around. Yeah, just happy ever after ending. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. But yeah. that's really cool, though. That I mean, that's cool, and that's that's a good point to like what you see at the pickleball courts. Like everything, you meet the coolest people from every walk of life, and it's just awesome. Yeah, it's so true. You see people in the comments all the time, like, "Bro, just play tennis," or like what is this dumb sport? This sport's for old people, but they don't realize like the connections that you're making. Well, first of all, it's, it's a freakishly good workout. You're getting plenty of exercise. Let's not, you know, diminish that, but the people that you meet and the connections that you make are just where else can you do that? I've been on courts where there's been an 88 year old and an eight year old having a competitive game and they're both sweating and having fun and smiling. Where else? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Anyone. I don't either. And, and take, you can, I'll take a shot at my sport as you, it's very, it's very, you know, divisional where like, if you're a, an open player, which is, you know, the highest amateur, you don't get on the court with the, the lower level players. It just doesn't, you know, I would assume that's 
similar to tennis, although I didn't really play much tennis growing up, but pickleball is not like that at all. Mm-hmm. Right. You get they, it doesn't matter who it is. If there's four people at the court, someone is asking the others to play and you can have, are you going to have the best workout and like the most competitive match of your life? No, but are you going to have fun? Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. So tell us then sponsors. I, I, I think I saw a relatively big, uh, post in the last few months or so about you signing with big brand uh in yeah. pickleball can you tell us about your sponsor yeah this might be that. backwards right now but selkirk man Crick. they're the ogs they're they're giants in the sport love the people there have had great conversations and they're they're building a wonderful team you know love to be a part of them they've supported me almost since day one uh and they they really believe in the creative vision like they see it they want to be a part of it and the guys at the top, Mike and Rob, they're visionaries. So love working with them. Great company. Don't have enough nice say, nice things to say about them. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're like that homegrown. I don't know if they're in the Midwest. I guess the Mountain West, if you call it that, in yeah. Idaho. But they're they're just good people too. And they've been making a splash, kind of in every category. You think like digital creation, and they're they're linking their name to all of these awesome content creators on top of you know signing Tyson and other top pros. They're they're huge in innovation of their paddles. I had the first one to come out with the cutout and the zero zero two. It's like they're they're kind of doing everything awesomely right now. So for you, congratulations on signing that deal because that that's awesome for you and you guys are a perfect fit together. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, if you look around, they're really the only company paddle company that are that are pouring money into content creation. Like there's just there's not other, nobody else is doing it. I um, I don't want to say too much here, but you know, once I got the offer, I, I asked around other companies to see if they would match it or like had anything to say. And no one cares, man. Nobody cares. The Silkert, they get it. And they, they understand the value of views and, you know, personalities in the sport. And so hopefully it pays a lot of dividends for them in the future. Yeah. And I mean, you're just just in general, though, linking to, to someone like you, who's a, obviously a great person, but awesome at content, doing so many different things. They I think they're onto something with it. So that's that's cool. So what paddle in the line are we playing with? Yeah, currently I'm playing with the SLK Halo using the control version with the extra long handle. Absolutely love that thing, man. It's great. Are you a are you a two-handed backhand guy? Damn. Really? Yeah, two backhand. So what's the where did that come from then? Because did you play any racket sports growing up? I did not. Yeah, absolutely none. Huh. But just love Riley Newman. Great dude. <laughs> Watched him, realized I mean, him and Anna Lee, like two of the best two-handed backhands in the world. Uh, if it works for them, probably works for me too. And so I started doing it, figured it out, and I love it now. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. You were like the one of the very, very few that didn't have, you know, like you can't, I'm sure I could. It would probably take a million years to break a one-handed backhand because that's what racquetball is. So now that's just what I do. Yeah. And it's you came in fresh with like, hey, this is what I'm going to find out what I take whatever grip. I want a Western grip. I'm going to do it. East, I'm going to try them all out. Yeah, exactly. It It was really a blessing in disguise not having that tennis background because you don't have all those bad habits and that like ingrained technique in your brain. You can really just be a blank canvas and take inspiration from others and kind of morph yourself into a player that is unique, which is, I think, something I've done. And you too, you have like the, the coolest frustration celebration like when you get mad people like break paddles that's cool they throw them that's kind of probably played out the punting of the paddle though, <laughs> that would be something to see 
It would be something to see, man, but uh, it might hurt my foot, so yeah, I don't know how much. Ball. Yeah, or the, the ball. Yeah, maybe the ball. That's but a good one. That's, that's a good one. I did do a better. trick shot. I punted a pickleball into a cornhole board, but after like 100, it started to hurt a little bit. But I think that's a great celebration. I haven't thought about that, but I'm glad you mentioned it. Yeah, it's it's something that you got to put on the list. I'm sure it's far down there, and I would I won't be offended if you never do it because it's probably not a good idea. <laughs> but so uh, we in at the end of all of these episodes, we do something called a firefight where I ask you 11 quick questions. I don't know if you've seen them before, but you you were not prepped with these questions. But you have basically there's no thought into it. It's just your instinct and what uh, what you think right out of the gate. Are you ready to rock? Yeah, let's do it, man. All right, none of them are too controversial, so I'm not going to get you in trouble uh, on any front. So don't don't be worried. It's not nothing bad's coming. Yeah, no worries. All right, here we go. You ready? Yep. You playing a full season on tour or a full major league pickleball season? Uh, major league pickleball season. Trick shot video with LeBron or Dude Perfect? Dude Perfect. You win a rally with an Ernie or a uh, ATP? Ernie. Every time. <laughs> you want to win a singles title or a doubles title? Singles. All right. Would you? Who would you rather beat in pickleball? Pickleball Will or Chris from the pickleball studio? Pickleball Will. Yeah, Chris is easy. <laughs> Hope you uh, <laughs> well, if he's not, I'm going to tag him in the in the description below. There's no doubt about it. He has to see that. All right. So would you rather this? I I didn't know this going in. I promised to everybody listening right now. Would you rather drive to 25 tournaments across the country or fly to 10? Fly to 10. Uh, I didn't. Re- that was kind of that kind of worked out nice. Yeah. All right, pickleball in 40 degrees or, or lower or 100 degrees? Lower. 40 lower, yeah. 40 and lower, yeah. Well, possible. You're, you're in Georgia, so you, you get more $100 or 100 degree days probably than, than – I shouldn't say that. It's been pretty – what is it now? Uh, right now it's like 30. It's like in the 30s yeah. here. But I love it, man. The weather is the great equalizer, so I, I like the extremes. Yeah. That, yeah, you're right there, especially the cold. If you can fight through that, and a fo- that's a football thing too is – you, yeah. you can fight through the cold. All right, let's keep it rolling. Yep. What comes first, the pickleball movie or a pickleball video game? Video game's already here. See, this is what happens when you're 38 and doing interviews <laughs> like this. <laughs> there's, like, there's some doing VR pickleball. I consider that a video game, uh, I guess. I don't know if a movie. Right. There might be one. I, I haven't seen a movie. I'm sure it's been in one, but I'm talking like full pickleball right. movie. Video game, for sure. All right. Are you getting a pickleball tattoo? Are you getting a paddle or are you getting a pickleball? Paddle, man. I'd rather be the hammer than the nail. Uh, <laughs> nice. They don't break as often either. All right. Could you go Could you go longer without your paddle? I mean, without pickleball or your phone? All right. Say that again. Could I go longer without? Pickleball, like the sport of playing pickleball or without your phone? Uh, longer without my phone for sure. Uh, yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. All right. Last one. This one. This one. I want you to answer this honestly, Shay. When pickleball becomes an NCAA sport and these two teams match up, who wins between the University of Georgia and Georgia Tech University? Well, it's the Georgia Tech is not a university, but Georgia Tech's going to win. College? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the Institute, so the Georgia Institute of Technology. Sorry. But yeah, not a university. Yeah, I, th- I think Georgia Tech wins. And uh, I just think if you match them up today, Georgia Tech has better players. Simple as that. Better players than the new GA has when it comes to the pickleball courts. That's awesome. And my so my son, we've been watching football, obviously. So I live in Georgia too. You live in Georgia. So obviously, if you're not, we're not originally from here. So we're transplants and have become whoever's winning fans in Georgia, right? So like, if Georgia Tech goes on fire, like we're gonna root for them too. We're just kind of universal Georgia people. 
But he said that he wants to go to Georgia Tech over Georgia. Yeah. Now he's eight, so there's a little wiggle room there. But he's a smart dude, though. Sounds like he's a smart. He's a smart dude. So that was it. Awesome. Thank you for doing that. Eleven questions. Uh, Final thoughts. I always leave it to you guys. Whatever you want to talk about for however long. This the the. It's up to you. You can take the floor, and it's all yours. Yeah, I don't have much to say, man, but I uh, appreciate you having me here. Love Just Paddles. I've worked with you guys since, you know, very early on. Been very supportive and love what you guys are doing. Great team around you as well, and looking forward to the future together. Yeah, man. Well, we're, we're proud to be a part of your crew, and uh, we will be watching. How can people find you to, to watch all your stuff? Yeah, just type in my name, Shea, S-H-E-A, Underwood, on every platform. You'll probably find me. That's it. And if you guys want, we will obviously tag Shay's Instagram account on here, but then you can find them everywhere else on YouTube, TikTok, and, you know, keep going down all the lists that I probably don't even know of at this point. Yeah, there's a lot there. Thanks for joining us. Had an awesome time talking with you today. All right, man. I appreciate you. Hope you have a good day. See you, bro. Peace. If you haven't already, check out our other episodes. And if you've enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, we'd really appreciate if you took the time to leave a review on your favorite podcasting network. Don't forget to follow Just Paddles on social media. And if you're ever in the hunt for a new pickleball paddle, head over to JustPaddles.com where you can find all the top brands with free, fast shipping every day. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.